Hello, and welcome to episode 50 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host... Ken Rossi. It's a big, big episode for us. Maybe we've reached episode 50. Yeah. And the crowd goes wild. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. So thank you all for joining us for this special episode. Because again, episode 50, 50 away from the big hundo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks to all of you who have supported us up until this point, including our good friends at the Joystick Entertainment Network, which we are a part of. Yep. Think about it this way, though. Um, We average about an hour for our podcast. So we've recorded for over two days straight. (laughs) yikes yeah (laughs) and that's not including the parts we've cutting out (laughs) oh yeah yeah exactly yeah Yeah. you leave those in there you might have a whopping two two three plus hours of content per episode uh higher (laughs) fair yeah you're right you're right you're right i mean because there's a lot of things we talk about yeah it depends on the episode but i would say at least another 10 hours if you added it all up Makes sense. And this is going to be one of those episodes where we're just going to kind of just talk. We're, we're going to R&R and chill. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Because this episode, I'm going to dub it Games to Relax To, because that's what it's all about. Yep. We're going to share some of the games that we play when we want to just relax or, you know, not have anything real serious going on. Games to wind down to, you know, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Because I know we all have those games where, you know, you don't feel like you don't feel like putting yourself into the shoes of a hero and going to save the world or shooting bad guys or any of that stuff. Sometimes you just want to play a card game yeah. or harvest a farm or, or whatever. Google some women while they play beach volleyball <laughs> <laughs> or that <laughs> because that can relax for some yeah. people. I mean, spoilers, that's not on either of our list, but, you know, that is something that you could relax to. Yeah, those games are campy, and they know it, but it's fine. (laughs) It's all good. But yeah, these are, again, just some of our games we'd like to just relax to and everything. I think it's going to be a fun fun topic of discussion. Yeah, it should be uh, a good time. Yeah, and we'd also like to know some of yours, too, but, uh... We'll get to that at the end at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. So, without further ado, let's uh jump into this, shall we? So yeah, so the the first game that I uh, kick it to when it's time for me to mellow out and chill, Daddy-O. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing there. But... It's all right. Okay. <laughs> um. Just hear Diva. Hey, Daddy-O. Yeah. <laughs> That that's Byron's new nickname, Daddy O. <laughs> Daddy O, I don't like it. You're gonna like it. Well, all you right then, we're you doing can't this. Pick your own nickname. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. To pick you, for you. you can't do that. That is true. That's true. You have to earn your nickname. Yeah. And I clearly have earned the nickname of Daddy-O. Daddy-O. It's because you like the Orioles. Uh, okay. Uh, I okay. don't know. I'm pulling stuff out of the hat now. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, my my first game is uh, kind of not one particular game, uh, but more of a series of games. And I've talked about it before, but it's the Picross games. Yeah, you have talked about these before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and currently I'm actually playing the Pokemon Picross for 3DS. It's uh, one of those free-to-play titles. Uh, you have to kind of buy... Um, Pickerites, as they call them, to keep okay. playing on to the next stage. But if you just uh, keep playing like stages over again, kind of, you'll earn those Pickerites, and so you don't have to pay. And that's kind of what I've been doing. Right. And it came out. I, I swear, it came out like two years ago. Uh, so I think it's like super yeah. old now. But I've still been playing it because I, you know, haven't wanted to buy, <laughs> pay money to play this yeah. play game. And so the, the Picross is uh, puzzles, and the answers are, are given on the side um, because it's, it's depending on how hard the puzzle is. They do like, you know, uh, a 5x5, five five, a 10x10, a ten ten, there's a 15x15, 15 15, and then the, the biggest one is a 20x15 uh, pixels. Mm-hmm. And the answers on each line are given on the side, and it tells you how many of those pixels we punched out, and how many are connected when you punch those out. So it's just something that you know, kind of like a Sudoku, uh, or even a crosswords. You can just kind of sit back, relax, punch them out. It kind of helps though, because with the version I'm playing, it's a Pokemon. And so the the puzzles are portraits of Pokemon, right? Right. So you're kind of punching out a portrait of what this Pokemon is. But once you unlock them for the first time, that Pokemon is now in your group. And you can switch out your group with uh, up to so many Pokemons. But each Pokemon has a different power. And so some of the powers that they have like the the water type, like a Blastoise. Mm-hmm. Um, he has what's called a blue effect. And so what the blue effect does is it will color blue the areas where you know where something should go. So, uh, for example, if you're doing a 5x5 a five five or whatever, yeah, 5x5, five five, and uh, on the, the left it... It gives you the numbers two and three. That wouldn't work. It would be two and two. (laughs) (laughs) So two and two, you know it's that uh, because there has to be a space in between them, that it goes one, two, space, one, two. And so that would be lit up blue because you should know that, like if that makes sense. Yeah, you you would know that something has to go there based off of the – the, how the tiles are spread out and all that stuff, yeah, basically. And, yeah, and the, the numbers that you're given. So that's what um, the, the blue effect does. It lets you know which lines you should be concentrating on uh, because those are the ones that you should know where something goes. And there's, there's other effects too. I won't go into all the effects because there's uh, just 
thinking in my head, I think there's like 12 different effects that you can use uh, that each different Pokemon have. Right. And also, depending on the size of the puzzle, you have to have a better Pokemon to use those powers. So, if that makes sense. So, in like a little uh, 5 or uh, we'll say a 10, you know, 10 by 10 puzzle. Yeah. You can't use that Pokemon to help solve a 20 by 15 puzzle. So, he can only be used on other 10 by 10 puzzles. Gotcha, okay. So there's different Pokemon for the different kinds of puzzles mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, and each Pokemon has certain uh, stuff that they want you to complete, like finish the puzzle in five minutes or set this Pokemon in your group when you uh, do this or uh, you know, only use this power or use this power at least once. So it has a whole bunch of different options that you okay. can do. So it's, it's really fun, really relaxing. It's something that I've been playing for a long time. I did take a little bit of a break a couple of months back, um, but yeah. I started. I picked it up again, and now I've been playing it like every day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, nice man. Mm-hmm. Glad you enjoy the the pit cross stuff. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's relaxing. But uh, what's your your first game to chill out with? Yeah, so one uh one of my game <clears throat> one of my games the first game on my list anyway is uh Gwent. Uh, this is the the standalone game that came about mm-hmm. from the from the game from the game within The Witcher Three. Right now, hold on before you continue. Yes. Um, have they added where you can play with your friends in that game? Yes, they have. Why haven't we played yet? I don't know. <laughs> can you do like a mini Gwent stream before you start into your state of decay, and we'll test that out. We'll have some fun. <laughs> I may have to do that. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Continue on though. I I just had to ask. ask no, no, you're good. You're good. I um because I had forgot honestly because I haven't played it in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I had fired it up a few days ago, and I had seen all the updates that they had done and everything, and I'm like, oh, you can play with your friends. That's really cool. Nice. That's what I've been waiting for. So, for those of you who are not aware, uh, Gwent is a card game that's in the in the game Witcher Three, and right. basically it works like a like a battlefield. So you have three different three different units of cards. You have your close combat, you have your range combat, and you have your siege units which are way in the back. The goal of of the game is pretty simple: get more points in the round more than your opponent, and you win the round. It's best best of three, best mm-hmm. two out of three. Right. So. Um, that's the, that's the basic premise of the game. It's really simple to pick up and understand as far as that goes, but there's a whole other layer of strategy to the game that comes when you get the different cards that have the different power-ups and abilities and things like that. And it's one of, it's one of my favorite games to just relax and chill out with because I don't really have to be, you know, gung-ho about the whole thing. You know, I have I have decks that I've made that are pretty they're, they're pretty they're pretty standard decks, but that's just because now in the in the game there's so many cards and I don't have a lot of the cards other people have. So I've been using the same decks for a while. Right. But it's neither here nor there. I really don't care if I win or lose with Gwent. 
I just want to play the game because I enjoy playing it. Right. Yeah. It, go ahead. How is he going to say most card games are kind of like that? They're just something that's that's fun to sit down and relax. And, you know, it's kind of random. So, I mean, you could have a killer deck, but you may not get the parts and pieces you need at the beginning. And yeah, so you're exactly. Going to kind of suck it up. Exactly. Because I had a game the other day. We went into the third round, and we each had one card left to play. Because mm-hmm. how it works is in the first two rounds, you draw cards. If you get to the third round, you don't draw a card from your deck. So you're stuck with whatever cards you have in your hand. Right. We both had one card to play. The card that I had was worth eight points. card he had was worth ten. Hmm. So I lost by two points in the final hmm. round because of that. And I was like, oh, man, that's that's just bad luck right there. Yep. That's just bad luck. But it happens. And, again, one of those things where I'm not too bent that shit about it because... I really don't care. I just want to play the game. It's it's fun yeah. for me. And for those again, those who don't know about me and how I played uh, Gwent in Witcher Three, there's an achievement for getting all the cards in the game okay. for for Gwent. And I turned Geralt into a card collecting machine, and ended up getting the achievement for getting all the cards in the game. No. And as I was playing this in in the game, I'm like, you know what would make this much better? If you could play against real people. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, down the road, a few months later or so, uh, they announced that, hey, we're doing a Gwent game, guys. We're going to do a, it's going to be free to play and all that. I was like, all right, cool. So I was waiting on, on them to release it. And once they did, I was one of the first ones to pick it up and try it out. I'm very happy with it. And again, I can just pick up and play whenever I want to. Yep. I haven't decided if I'm going to actually, like, stream it or not. I might do it if people want to see it. Just because just I think I think it'd be, it'd be something fun and different to, again, just relax to and hang out talk to chat. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's just fun for you to, like, open up packs. Right, yeah, exactly. Like you, get, you know, get as many packs as you can and then just be like, all right, let's see what we get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I I played I played long enough the other day. Because they give you, like, daily challenges and things to do. And once you do those, you'll get a level up or you'll get a card pack or something. They call them kegs. Card kegs. So uh, I played long enough to get uh, a card keg. I had opened up the keg. It was the first keg that I had in a while. And I got some interesting cards out of that. And the Mm -hmm. cool thing with this is you pick, you pick, uh, you get four cards Mm -hmm. from the keg. But then they'll give you they'll give you three cards at the end, and you get to choose one of them, so you get five cards mm. total. Okay. And whichever one of the whichever one of, and it, the cool thing about the last the last I'm gonna call it the last chance card, is that it'll tell you if you already have one of the card or not. So you can go, oh, hey, I have this one. I don't I don't really want another one right now. But there's these two that I don't have yet. I'm going right. to get one of these just so I can add it to my collection. So, yeah, it's it's still really, really fun to play. I need to play it a lot more, though, because there are people who have some really nasty decks out there. And I want to see if I can get some better cards to compete with them. <laughs> yeah. So do you? is there a ranked and an unranked, then? 
There is. I don't know if it's if it's active yet, but I know I know the cat the casual playlist is currently active. The ranked one I don't believe is yet. Okay. I was gonna ask if if that was your goal to be more uh, in the, the ranked or. I mean, it might be, but right now I'm not too concerned with it. Okay. Like if it, if it does if it does eventually make its way out, which I'm sure it will at some point, uh, then I may think about it. But right now, I'm just more content with just playing the game on a casual basis, and that's kind of how I feel with card games in general, though, really. Um, because because you you can spend real money if you want to on the game, in Gwent you can if you want to. You don't have to, and while I, while I enjoy CD Projekt Red and what they do. I personally don't have the incentive or feel like I need to spend money on the game, so I don't. But for those that want to, it's there. Yeah. I mean, if you're just going to be casual and use it like you're using it as something to just kind of um, relax to. Yeah. I mean, why would you spend money? Right, exactly. Yeah, I can go and I can play. I can play play five games, and that'll take me about maybe an hour or so. And I'll I'll be content. Yep. So yeah, so I'm kind of curious though because I haven't played Gwent a whole lot. Uh, mm-hmm. What I've actually been playing when I go to like a card game to play, I've been playing uh, Fable Fortune. Okay. You've heard about that, right? I've heard of it. Never actually played it myself though. Okay. So it's it's really kind of cool because similar to Gwent, how you have like a. a what, is, what do they call that? The star or the captain? Like, it's your main card? Yeah, the, the leader card, yeah. The leader card, yeah. So they have the similar thing with Fable and with that leader. And so uh, as you do those other options, like collect 40 coins or uh, destroy monsters that have, like, a, a coin rating of 1, there's, like, a whole bunch of different options. You can get to pick 3 at the beginning of each match. Like, you pick one of those 3. Yeah. And if you complete that, then your uh, main character that you play as now gets to transform. And in Fable fashion, you can either choose the good side or the bad side. <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it changes what your power is because each uh, character gets a power that usually costs one or two coins to use. Right. And so it changes what that power does. But also, there are cards in your deck that, depending on if you pick the good side or the bad side, will also change. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, when I've been going to a card game, when I feel like I need to play a card game, that's what I've been picking up. uh, Just because it's kind of fun. And they they do have a story in there. There is a a miniature story uh, that you can play in this Fable story. Okay. Nice. Yeah, because there's supposed to be a story coming to uh, Gwent, too. Uh, just don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah, just not yet. Yeah, yeah, right, just not yet. Exactly. Yeah, and there's not much. So I believe like, technically the game is still in beta. Technically, I believe it is still in beta. It could be. It's. I think it's out of the, uh, what do they call it, the game? The game preview. Yeah, it's out of that, though. Yeah, it is. Because it's on uh, PlayStation, if you get up on the PS4. Oh, okay, nice. That. Yeah. Can't play with your Xbox friends, but mm. it is on Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, Sony <laughs> crossplay. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, 
so yeah. So did you have more on Gwent? Um, I think that was I think that was it. I've exhausted all that I, really, that I really wanted to say anyway. If you do want to talk more about Gwent with me, uh, please feel free to do that. But again, we'll plug at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'll move on to to my next game. Yeah. And that's Stardew Valley. Sorry, I had to build the suspense. The suspense. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're okay. You're good. Uh, so I've I'm, heard about that game. Never played it though. Yeah, and really, uh, it's really an Ar- a Harvest Moon clone. So really, you can yeah. you can go any Harvest Moon is like this. But I'm picking out Stardew Valley just because I I love the aesthetics better than Harvest Moon. Right. I love the the pixel, two D artwork you know as opposed to like with harvest moon once they got up into like the the ds everything went 3d and it wasn't 2d anymore and i don't really like that anyways the premise is is that you're actually working for a big company um which the name is i believe jojo or juju Mm-hmm. But you can tell they're making fun of Amazon. They're saying that this is Amazon <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they have this. Uh, it's it's kind of weird, different, funny, but they have like that smile thingy for their juju. So you can go, yeah. okay, they're parroting Amazon. But you're working for this company, and you just feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to in life. You know, it doesn't really have meaning. And then you find a letter that your grandpa had sent to you, and he said to open when you're feeling you know, like this. And so you open it and he's given you his farm down in this place called Stardew Valley. And so that's where it starts out. You go down there, the farm is kind of beaten up. You have to, you know, repair it. Your house uh, needs a little repairs. You can build it up to make it better. There's a mine you can go down and fight and all this stuff. You can even romance male and or female. It doesn't matter if you're male or female, you can romance either side. So, uh, that's a plus in my book, and it it just it has a lot of charm to it, and it's it's something that you can just kind of sit back and relax and and just kind of uh, do with the days, you know, water your crops and talk to people or go down to the mines or you know just enjoy the winter weather that's going around, and so it's it's really fun, really relaxing, and I like it a lot. Okay. Besides besides the initial opening, you opening the letter from your grandfather. Is there any other story related stuff, or is it just the story is what you make out on your farm sort of deal? Um. Well, there's a lot of leaving it to your imagination, kind of what's going mm-hmm. on. Okay. Like there's one time the mayor asks you for his uh, underwear. He's lost it and he can't find it. <laughs> And, yeah, and uh, where you find it is in the bedroom of one of the shop owners. Ah. And in order to get into the bedroom, you have to be friends with them. And so Mm. there's this whole uh, giving them gifts to be friends. And then you can go into a bedroom to get the underwear, and that's how you complete the quest. Gotcha. you know, what is his underwear doing in her bedroom? Yeah, right, 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 exactly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so there's this whole uh, kind of miniature stories going on, and like other characters, they change how they act and they evolve as the years go on. Okay. Um, there is this spot where if you go and check it, it says it's a message from your grandpa 
that says, I'll see you on like this day on year three. And it's kind of like, what does that mean? I haven't gotten that far. So I okay. don't know how the story goes from there. But as far as the story is, it's kind of build your own. Because there's uh, the Juju Company, which, again, is like Amazon. And they're also parroting Walmart. Um, <laughs> there's a Juju in your town. And you can pay them money. And they essentially take over your entire town. Oh. And it puts other stuff out of business in that. <laughs> or, or you can do this other thing, uh, which is a bit complicated. So I'm not going to get into that. But then that causes you to put uh, the the Juju uh, convenience store out of business. Oh. So it's kind of you know other stuff can happen. You can kind of change the way you know. There's not a huge story over arc. Uh, yeah. Really, you don't need that with yeah. a a game. You're just relaxing to and playing. Right. Uh, for sure, though. That's that's the only bit of story that i've really seen that isn't you know because honestly the rest of the story is kind of just do it your own pace yeah you know? thing, things that happen on the in, in your town in your farm or whatever yeah yeah that makes sense it's more of a, it was more of a curious uh question than anything else right yeah so what's your last good relaxing game yeah my last one is pokemon go Fight me, first of all. I can hear the grumbling and rumblings now. You still play Pokemon Go? What do you mean? Well, uh, it's funny you say that. Because I don't really play it all that often anymore. It's like now, now for me, it's one of those things where I'll fire it up if I'm laying in bed or something. And I'm like, let me get my first catch out of the way. <laughs> or, you know, something like that. Or if, if I'm out uh, a few weeks ago, me and my family went down to the Inner Harbor. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a bunch of, you know, it's it's a watery area. There's a bunch of water and shit, whatever, you know. Right. So yeah. we're down there and I'm like, well, let me let me let me pull out my phone and let me do a little bit of walking while we're down here. Since we're walking around anyway, let's just, you know, have some fun with it. So I'm here walking around, catching Pokemon and hatching some eggs. So it, it's just it's one of those things where, you know, I can pull up my phone whenever I feel like it for I have the battery. Right. And, you know, just walk around for a little bit, catch a few Pokemon, hatch some eggs, you know, nothing too strenuous because there's no like, there's no ways to battle other people besides going to go and take on gyms and doing raids and stuff, which right. I think, which I still would like to see them add to the game somehow. I don't know how you do it, but it'd be nice. You can trade now, so that's cool. Uh, you can send gifts to, to friends and everything. So you have a friend list now that you can have, and they can send you gifts. You can send you can send them gifts. They'll contain things like berries or pokeballs or revives or whatever. So uh, from the Pokestops you visit, that those will add gifts to you that you can give to other people or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Like I said, it's just it's nothing nothing too strenuous. You're just walking around, having a fun time with your friends or you know whoever it may be. By yourself, if you're me, uh, catching some catching Pokemon, you know. Yeah, I mean it's, that's, that and is it's, kind and of it's cool. still yeah, and it's still quote unquote popular. It's I don't think it's near as big as it was when it first came out, but it's still very very popular amongst okay. certain groups of people, you know. Yeah, and have you? Um, did you capture a surfing Pikachu? 
I have one with with a hat and sunglasses on. Yeah, <laughs> I do have one of those. Okay, cool. I I heard that was out, and so I just I had to ask. But <laughs> yeah, I did miss the Squirtle. Unfortunately, which made me very sad because uh, Squirtle is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. I miss getting one with with the shade, so I could have the Squirtle Squad Squirtle. But I do have a Squirtle already, so that helps. But I wanted another one. <laughs> But it's okay. We all can't get what we want now, can we? Yeah. I do have a, I do have, I do have a few shinies as well, which Ooh. is funny because I don't have a shiny in, uh, in the Pokemon games on the DS. You know, or 3DS rather. I only ever got one shiny in all of my playing time, and playing, you know, literal 500, maybe even six, seven hundred hours worth of Pokemon playing that I did. I only ever got, like, one shiny. Sorry. Are you playing Pokemon? You're bringing it up no. while we're recording, aren't you? Because I want to I wanna tell you the shiny I have. It's the only reason why I'm oh, doing it. Okay. <laughs> the only reason why. I wanted to tell you the shiny that I have. That's the only that's reason fine. why I'm doing it. Okay, go ahead and uh, <laughs> yeah. tell me about that. Once it, yeah, once it loads up here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the shiny that I have. Give me a second. Yeah, I don't even remember. Doing it what... live, folks. Yeah, I don't, don't even remember what shiny it was, but I I a gift. it was. I know that it was in gold and silver when they first introduced it. Oh, okay, nice. Um, that's where I found the the shiny. But since then, I've never found another shiny Pokemon. I know. Yeah. Okay. It's a Rosalia. Ah. I swear I had another one in here too. But maybe it's just the one. Nope, the only one that I have. Shiny Rosalia. Oh, I, I had see I had saw one I couldn't catch. That's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, but yeah. But it's it, it, it's cool though. It's very it's still fun for me. Right. Yeah, that's cool. And that's all that matters. You know, I almost put Pokemon on my list, <clears throat> but I feel like there's there's still a, a level of nerve wrackingness with it. Like especially when when I'm trying to capture a Pokemon and I'm throwing a Pokeball at it, mm-hmm. like when I was a kid, as soon as the Pokeball like opened or went to close, I would hold down on the A button. Yeah. Oh, you you tap the A button rapidly. <laughs> yeah, I held it down. I always oh, okay. held it down. For me, it was hold it down. Like you know, keep your hand on the A button. You know, you're securing it down. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know if it works, but I swear to God, it feels like it works. <laughs> it feels like it works, yeah, because I would tap the A button. I'd do the same thing, but I would just tap it rapidly. Yeah. It's a flex the, flex the uh, Nintendo fingers, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, ah. Oh. So that whole nerve and it's, it's probably a, it's probably a, it's probably a purely a, a placebo effect, but. It, it probably is. But, but you know what, I, whatever. I don't know, because I, I swear I tried it. I think it was in, like, Pokemon Pearl. And I tried mm-hmm. to just not do it, and I wouldn't capture any Pokemon. And then when I held down the A button, like, oh, you captured the yeah. Pokemon. And I was like... Yeah, you feel like it works. Like, all right, well, it works. So. Yeah. And so I keep doing it. I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah, so that's why I didn't put it in there. Uh, just because I, I felt like it was that whole nerve-wrackingness of capturing that Pokemon. Or, oh, there's a rare, I got to get him. You know. Yeah, yeah. The the capturing and the battling of Pokemon make it more nerve wracking than just a Pokemon Go thing for me. Like if Pokemon Go had the battling and all the stuff that that a legit Pokemon game has, 
it probably wouldn't be on my list, but because it's purely about catching Pokemon, mm-hmm. I'm not too, uh, you know, bet that shit about it. Right. Um, you, doesn't you, mean, however, you know doesn't mean, however, that if it, I... Right? Yes, yes, there is, yeah. yeah. There is. It's just, like, for me, it's not the main, it's not the main focus of the game, though. Right. Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, but that doesn't mean, however, that if I have the chance to run into a uh, uh, Aerodactyl, you know, and it's a high, it's a high CP, that if I don't catch him, I'm not gonna be upset about it. I'm gonna be upset about it, very upset. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get it, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. Uh, so I'll uh, we'll finish the segment up here. Yeah, man. Um, so my last game that's nice to just play and relax would be the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm. And it was it was a tough choice because it has those moments of like just a peacefulness of, you know, look at this landscape, look at what I can do, look, I can go anywhere, you know, I yeah. can just swim here if I want. Let me climb up this mountain, you know, and and there's so many beautiful places and sceneries that they have and it's just great it's it's peaceful it's relaxing and then those those moments where you know the goliath uh horse guys are right up on top of that mountain you climb to and you're like "Ah!" and you like you know run away or something because you don't (laughs) you weren't ready for that right exactly Um, and so you know there's it it's kind of a weird because it's like peaceful it's relaxing and then randomly, like, it's the opposite of that. So I kind of uh, struggled to to put it on there, but I I just decided, oh, well, you know. It's, yes. Yeah. It's a good enough game. It has its relaxing qualities. Um, the Yeah, I totally uh, put it on there. <laughs> it's so great. I wish you could play it, man. Uh, I think you would enjoy it a lot. If I did, if I did, I probably wouldn't put it down until I finished it. Yeah. Well, that's that's the beautiful thing of it. You could go straight to the boss and try and beat him right from the get-go. It's probably going to be, <laughs> you know, a bad time for you. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, Don't. Yeah. <laughs> recommend, recommend against it. Yeah. Supposedly, I was reading on this, and supposedly, they uh, the developers wanted to do that for speedrunners. Ah. The, they wanted speedrunners to see how, you know, if they wanted to try and beat it at the beginning, they could try that. They could speedrun themselves into that. So, uh, that's pretty cool. But I, I enjoy, you know, I, I did so much just soaking up the scenery when I played it. Uh, so much just kind of relaxing and enjoying that I had to put it on this list, man. That makes total sense to me, man. I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've seen those screenshots and videos. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. One day I'll get one day I'll get to play it for myself. Yeah, one. Day. Even if it, even if it's for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if we ever get in a, like go to a convention or whatever, you know, I'll I'll bring it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, no doubt, it. no but doubt, man. Check it out. Yeah, 
for sure, for sure. So uh, that's going to wrap up our discussion on games to relax to. Uh, Again, you know, these are games that for us are just, you know, really chill games, not a whole lot stressful going on and all that other business. But uh, before we get out of here, though, I did want to briefly, uh, briefly touch on the This Week at Bungie that was uh, this past Thursday, because we're recording this on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I did want to talk about that just really quickly. Okay. They, they're talking about uh, plans for update 1.2.3, which is coming out this Tuesday. Okay, uh, so it comes out before the, the Forsaken. Yes, yep. Okay. Uh, they're, talk- they're talking about uh, quick play is going to be going to become six v six again, which is nice for those who want to have more friends to play with than quick play. Now, you- now you don't have-, have to feel left out. Right. Six v six all the time, which is good. Um, they- they- these are not the official patch notes, by the way. Just so you know, this is just things that they're talking about in a preview leading up to it. The okay. full patch notes will be on Tuesday when they release. When it releases and goes live and all that. Alright. So, there's one thing of note here that they did touch on. They talked about bounties and how bounties are coming back. And the, um, the, I'm just going to read, read the, read the section on bounties. Okay. Uh, when you let out, when you let out into the, into the wild in search of action and adventure, the fighting is all the sweeter when you have more ways to re- reap the rewards. In update 1.2.3, we're expanding on that experience with new bounties for Destiny 2. Senior lead design, senior design lead Tyson Green, who some suspect is actually the Cryptarch in his spare time, has some thoughts on what we want to accomplish with this addition to the player experience. Tyson goes on to say, With the original launch of Destiny, bounties provided a set of daily objectives that players could use to advance faction reputation or earn XP to level up their gear. These were removed to streamline the activity experience in Destiny 2 and reduce the number of quote-unquote chores that players felt compelled to complete every day. In retrospect, we realized that was an over an overcorrection, and optional daily objectives to achieve specific goals is something we want to restore. The bounties returning to Destiny 2 in update 1.2.3 are a return to most of the properties of bounties in the Taken King. They'll be obtained from a variety of vendors, they'll generally award XP and faction rep, although some will offer better rewards, and can be redeemed in the field to immediately claim your rewards. They say that for Satan for a second, you'll see more bounties drop in the wild as well. You'll see some bounties drop in the wild. You may see, anyway. Um, there are two new mechanics to bounties. Uh, they will expire if left uncompleted, and acquiring them will cost a small amount of glimmer. We wanted to avoid the grab every bounty you see until your inventory is packed and sort them out later. Experience without constraining players to the tiny inventory they found. Um, that's kind of it as far as that as far as that goes. Uh, it's fair to observe that we didn't answer every question. You might ask about the re- the return of bounties. Uh, there'll be there you know there's more secrets about bounties and things like that. So we'll see how that all works. Uh, but I personally am glad bounties are returning. I was a big fan of them in Destiny One. And I'm glad that they are coming back because I felt like it was missing from the game. I like the challenges that they have, right. but having more things to do, 
outside of those challenges, which again are just very specific to the planet or to the game mode or whatever. Now you can bring back those 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 harrowing bounties, such as uh, you know, gain ten thousand XP without dying or whatever. Those are always nerve wracking. Yeah. So now remind me, bounties. Those were the like six things that you could go select three of to go out and do in Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yep, and each vendor had their own specific bounties, depending on what it was. You know, Petra had her, you know, slay slay the wolves for the fallen fallen DLC, or Eris had hers for Dark Below, the crypt the Cryptarch, the Vanguard and Crucible, uh, had their own as well for strikes I, or Crucible I, things or whatever. I remember the Iron Banner having them. Yes, Iron remember. Banner had bounties as well. Yep. I don't remember any others. <laughs> yeah, the Iron Banner had their own bounties as well. They did. That's very true. Okay. They had uh, they had like daily ones and they had weekly ones as well. Okay, I, yeah, I, I'm I. It's been a while since I played Destiny. Obviously. Yeah. I just don't remember, um, any besides the the main guy that gave you bounties and the uh, Iron Banner. That's the only ones yeah. I remember. Yeah, well, the 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 bounty the bounty board uh, in the tower in Destiny One mm-hmm. had two sets of bounties. It had the Crucible top ones, and on the bottom there were the Vanguard ones. So there were those two, and then there were the Iron Banner ones, which were brought later on. And then, like I said, there was Petra. She had hers. Eris had her own bounties. I believe later on, yeah, and later on in the game, once we got towards the end of Destiny One. The Vanguard themselves, you'd go talk to Zavala or Kate or Ikora, and they would have their own bounties as well. Those were bigger reward bounties as far as okay. XP and things you would get from those. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm very excited for bounties returning. I don't know what they're going to be like. Don't know what kind of challenges we're going to see. I want to see how much they're going to cost, too. Because, I mean, but really, Glimmer's not, not an issue. Um, if you play enough, yeah. then it's not really an issue. Uh, I've been playing. Way. I've been maxing out my glimmer, and the only time it seems like I'm using it is when I'm infusing stuff. And I'm at the yeah. point now where I can't really infuse stuff unless I do the like really crazy, I guess, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it's yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, that's that was all that I had. Was there anything extra that you want to talk about before we get out of here, man? Um, you know what? I might as well. So, <laughs> uh, since the last time that we recorded an episode, I was still playing Assassin's Creed Unity. Okay. And I've now beaten Assassin's Creed. All right. Unity. Nice job. Yeah. Nice. And and I will say that I was saddened by where the story went, but it was kind of. Uh, cyclical to the Desmond saga, like we'll just say that it it kind okay. of mirrored the uh, Desmond saga a little bit on there, but yeah, I was I was pretty sad the way the story ended. Um, I would recommend you giving another shot now that they've updated and you know gotten rid of like ninety nine percent of the bugs. Like okay. I actually happened, <laughs> I was running and I tried to run up these. Uh, boxes and crates but I guess I clipped the side and instead of like climbing up the game like froze and then it crashed (laughs) 
Yeah, because so, I had fall, I had fell through the map running one time, just randomly falling through the floor <laughs> for no reason. Like, what are we doing? I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. I so like I didn't it. have that. I only had one where I like clipped the side of a box when I was trying to run up, and I think it was confused because there was nothing there, but it was trying to get me to run up, and yeah. the game crashed. So, other than that, though, I didn't really have any problem other than the one time when he wouldn't climb up and then he did climb up on the bridge. But it's still... Um, the story of Arno and Elise, I think, is one of the better stories as far as the Assassin's Creed in the past goes. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so... Uh, I like that. I did try the Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. And while the gameplay is good, maybe even okay, mm-hmm. it's not great. And the story is like little snippets of what's happening while you're playing. And everything that was set up in the past are these big long notes that you find in treasure chests. Hmm. And so it's kind of disappointing because here's here's where um, here's where China starts out. You're in a cage, you're captured, and apparently that's what you wanted to happen because you break out and you find all your stuff and go on a assassin rampage. <laughs> right. Um, but when you find these scrolls that tell the story, it turns out that she was a concubine in the past. And she uh, was actually the king's concubine, or the emperor, I guess is how China uh, characterizes their ruler. And you end up becoming an assassin because you find out about this Templar plot to assassinate the emperor, to make a long story short. And it's like, you, you can't give me that story, like give me that story and information don't that make set me, up and then not deliver on it yeah don't make me read it though is what i'm more yeah disappointed with you know it's not that i can't read it but i would prefer to like get that story to experience like, it yourself yeah, for I mean, to play through the journey of the character yeah going to stop the assassination and all that stuff yeah, yeah. every assassin that's what the story is it's how they become an assassin other than altair because he was kind of already an assassin yeah you know and so uh, I, I just decided that I wouldn't play it because there's no future stuff. They don't talk about the future, you know, at all. Like, you're not in an animus playing in the past. And um, they, they get rid of a lot of core mechanics. I realize it's a side-scrolling Assassin's Creed game, so maybe That's you interesting. need stuff. But yeah. one of the cool things I like is that when I assassinate someone, I loot their pockets. <laughs> You know, and <laughs> yeah. I get money and then I go back and, and spend it on whatever I need. And that stuff isn't in there. And they they have other features like where you hide against a wall and you can like come out and stab someone. But in order to yeah. get upgrades, you have to do well. You have to get gold. And they prefer you do what's called shadow gold, which is you don't kill anybody. You don't get spotted. You don't alert nothing oh that's a challenge section yeah and that's not how i play assassin's creed i'm an assassin dang it i'm not a ninja you know yeah. <laughs> like so i was i was kind of disappointed 
uh, by that. You know, it feels like they're they're not saying that you can't be an assassin and kill people to make your way easier. But if you do, you know, you're not going to get as many points. So it feels like they're um, almost rep- punishing you for not yeah, punishing the way they want you to play. Exactly. Yeah. So by doing that, they kind of uh, it made yeah. it unenjoyable. So I've decided to skip that. And now I'm on Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Okay. Yeah, that's that's one that I heard good things about from one of my friends. So. Yeah, it's decent, but here's what I'm not enjoying about it. It feels like I can play the story anytime I want. So it, it starts you out with the first three sequences, which are in, yeah. in order. And they have you play as um, the guy and the girl. I don't remember their names. I don't care to know their names, but <laughs> they're twins. So yeah. the guy and the girl. And they have you switch between them because the guy is supposed to be more power-based and take down whatever, and the girl's supposed to be more stealthy and not get caught or whatever. Yeah. But they go through one through three in a linear-based story. Then, once you get to sequence four, you can do anything and everything. They give you the world to explore? Yeah, you can do the whole world. You can go in and take this person down. Now, granted, they have levels, and so they have recommended levels to do this. Yeah. But the the story is just kind of messed up. And they also, like, they gave me the option of doing sequence four or sequence eight. Like, I could pick which sequence I wanted to do. And I don't quite get what that is. And now they're forcing me to play as the guy. And if I want to play as the girl, I got to do her, like, side story. And it's mm-hmm. like, but that, you know, I prefer to play as her because, one, she's better looking than the guy. Two... <coughs> she has a better character than the guy. <laughs> like, they might as well made the guy in Neanderthal and be like, me cut people. <laughs> That's what it feels like. His entire character is that. <laughs> and so I, I prefer her. And so now I'm kind of in this weird place where do I try and just take down the bosses in the recommended levels? You know, do I go and try and collect everything do i try and do her side story like i'm kind of like yeah. ah, you know what do i do so i'm kind of in this weird place and what i have been doing is i've been taking down little sections because i guess i should explain to help uh familiarize they have the suburbs of london are controlled by a certain gang leader right and each gang leader has little sections that they've given off to, we'll call them mini-bosses, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. And so you have to go through and clear out these mini-bosses, which clears out the red on the map, uh, so that you can get to the point where you can challenge the main boss and take over the whole, uh, I guess, district. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. And so that's kind of what I've been doing, is I've been doing like one, maybe two of those at a time, and then I'm like, "Eh." and then I'll quit and come back the next day (laughs) yeah so this game may take longer just because they've i mean they've made it open world so i guess i should applaud them for that but there's no direction for the story right you know like if i want to do the story i should have a direction i feel like i should they should say here's where you need to go if you want your story and i don't feel like i'm being given that 
and that's where my my frustration with it is. Yeah, like there's no like main sequence mission on the map for you. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, because uh, for example, with Black Flag, they would go, okay, so you can go do this stuff over here. You know, find a secret hidden item over here. But if you want the story, here's the main sequence over here. You know, this is where the story's yeah. at. They don't do that with Syndicate. And so that's that's where I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to play to see what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that's that's my uh, my weekly Assassin's Creed report. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> Fair oh. enough. Fair enough. With that, are we done? We are out of here. And we're out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 50 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, though, Ken, underplugs, goo. Yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R Gaming P-O-D. We always post when the new episode goes live, and sometimes we post little extras as well. So be sure to follow us there uh, to get the latest info. You can find me personally on Twitter at MacroBov. That's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. I always post crazy random sports-related stuff for... Like, you could have known that I already beaten Assassin's Creed Unity if you had followed me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you can find Byron on Twitter at B underscore Ron 1417. He is always there, lurking in the shadows, posting and liking and retweeting. (laughs) Yep. Post, I post when I go live on Twitch. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'll post little previews to that as well. Um, It's mostly mostly just like likes, retweets. And and Twitch stuff, and occasionally there's some sports stuff over there as well, because I'm also an aspiring uh, sports commentator. So there's also that sort of stuff that will be coming though more once sports time sports time gets going again um, here in the next couple of months. Sports time. Yeah, sports time <laughs> with Byron Reed. Yep, that's what I call it. You podcast guys. <laughs> no, no, but um, yeah, you can also find the podcast. We are on Google Play Music, we're on iTunes, and we're also on the CastBox app. Type in R&R Gaming Podcast with the ampersand, and you'll find us on iTunes. Be sure to leave us five stars and a review. Second week in a row, I got that right. Moving up in the world, two for two. (laughs) So, yeah, be sure to do all those things. Yeah, for sure. If you're a friend, you know, they have an iPhone, you have an Android, just let them know they can get the show, too. Right. Everybody gotta, can get we, the show, man. Yeah, we got it everywhere for everybody. Everywhere for everybody, for everybody, for all of the ears. Yeah, because with, with CastBox, you can listen to it on your computer. You don't have to be on an Android or Apple device. Right. You, I Put mean, us in the background also... while you're cooking dinner or driving the car or, or walking to work. <laughs> or watching certain stuff. <laughs> Yeah, or watching a Twitch stream if that's something that you that you want to do and have multiple voices in your ear. I I was thinking of something completely different, but I'm like, well, we're kind of family friendly. Maybe I shouldn't take it that way. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> try to be anyway. But um, that's gonna do it for us, guys. Come back next week, Ken. Tell them why. Come back next week because everyone could use a little more. 
R&R. Time out. Jennifer's bringing me Big some tea. water. Yeah. I think. That's what I forgot to get with water. But it's okay. I don't really need it now. I do. I understand that. Oh, hi, Magic. Hi, Cha. Hey, Coffee. Byron already knows you guys because you <laughs> bark all the time when I'm recording. Yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to your dog's voice. It's great. 